Welcome to Brews with Comic Dudes. We are Brews with Comic Dudes. Listen, dudes. Drinking brews and talking comics. Of course. Yeah, see, it all makes sense. Dudes with Brews talking about comics. Welcome to episode 14.5, our post-Oscars episode. We are your hosts, Jared Rocco. And your other host, Andrew Dort. And uh, we're just going to do a recap of uh, this past Oscars that was last weekend. Um, So there, I mean, we will obviously be announcing who won certain awards. So if you're not aware of that... uh, Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. But I mean... Streaming stopped. Oh... Oh, I forgot to talk about the mimosas anyway. All right. Still going? Yep, it's continuing. Okay. As far as I know. So our brew today are uh, orange juice mimosas. Very fancy since we're talking about the Oscars. They're delicious. Um, Yes. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Which is doubly good for me, because I do have a little bit of a scratchy throat. So, anyway. uh, The Oscars opened with a performance by Queen and Adam Lambert. And uh, I had known that Adam Lambert had been touring with Queen and and performing with Queen, but I'd never actually seen them perform before. Um, I think he, he, you know, he does well. His voice isn't... I was expecting his voice to, like, him to try to, like, emulate Freddie Mercury. But he doesn't. He just sings like how he sings, which I think is good. That makes it weird, though. I tried to watch the videos one time. Yeah. It's like, this is not what I thought he yeah. would be going for. But, I mean, he's, there's no reason to try and copy Freddie Mercury. Yeah. It's, the guy can sing. It's just obviously different than how Freddie Mercury yeah, sings. He doesn't have the range, obviously. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, like, I remember when Paul Rogers was touring with Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fre- Paul Rogers is a very different vocalist from Freddie Mercury, but... He had enough like star power behind him as a, as a self rock star that they did a pretty good show together. But anyway, uh, they did "We Are the Champions" and "We Will Rock You," and it got the crowd going. And it stood in place of like the normal monologue or musical montage that they usually do at the beginning of the show. Um, it served as a nice replacement. Um, yeah, and it gave Queen, you know, a nice little platform to perform Some on recognition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was followed by a, a monologue. <clears throat> well, not a monologue because there's three of them. But it was Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and Maya Rudolph um, going over the show, what it would include, what it wouldn't include, because there was all the controversy about them giving the awards for cinematography and editing during the commercial break. So these three ladies told the audience that that wouldn't be happening. Um, they made jokes. They made fun of the fact that there wasn't a host. Um I think they did a really good job. I, I thought it was really funny. It was quick. It was entertaining. Um, yeah, I think it was it was mm-hmm. really well done. Um, and they went right into the first award. Uh, I don't remember who it was announced by, but it was um, Best Actress in a Supporting Role, uh, which was not a surprise. Um, went to Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. She was the front runner. Um, she wasn't my pick, but that was only because I hadn't seen the movie. Um but yeah, I mean, anybody who saw it that knew was, that she was probably going to win. And what's that movie about? Uh, it is about a young black man who is convicted of a crime and sent to prison. But uh, 
he was unjustly convicted and and meanwhile his wife or girlfriend i believe has become pregnant and it's uh it's it's a drama like in every yeah. sense of the word um but yeah it's based on a work by james baldwin who's a very well-known african-american writer um <clears throat> excuse me um and yeah so it's a really good movie it won best picture for um from the independent spirit awards which made me more interested in seeing it i still have yet to do so but the fact that it won best picture from the indie uh, spirit awards um so means that eventually i will see it i do want to know what beale street would say so yeah I, well, I, they, that, I need to know that they actually made a joke about that during the independent spirit so during so <laughs> i'm not going to talk about the independent spirit awards <laughs> but the independent spirit awards this year was a much better show than the oscars it was hosted by aubrey plaza who like made it a point to be like overly aggressive that's and an awkward. interesting choice though because yeah. she's not really like a host of a any host, kind but no. so that's like a that'd be a cool feeling to she watch did that. she did an opening that was like filmed ahead of time that had a bunch of like a-list female actresses um and a couple of like cameos from some actors it was really really funny <laughs> but also super awkward and disturbing um so i would recommend looking that up and watching it it was pretty good and then halfway through the show i don't remember the name of the performer um but it was a drag queen came out and sang like a musical montage that represented all of the best picture nominees for the independent spirit awards and the the song she sang about if bill street beale street could talk was about what beale street would say and it was actually pretty funny um so yeah i would recommend uh watching that i always that have yeah go ahead what does that have spoilers though for the movie no, no, no. Okay. It doesn't spoil no, none of the it doesn't spoil any of the movies that it, it talks about Just in the performance. Sure. Um But yeah, I, I always put more stock in the Independent Spirit Awards than I do the Academy Awards. The Academy Awards are obviously more mainstream and that's why we're talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Alright, we're back on, sorry. Uh, from the favorite streaming's going in and out. Yeah, sorry about that. So I thought that for sure the favorite was going to win just because the Oscar almost always makes the obvious choice. Like it's not that difficult to predict um, things from the Oscars, like as unfortunate as that is. Um, but that'll be different when we get to the final award of the evening, but that's yep. later on. Um, so yeah, Black Panther won, which, you know, is deserving. Mm -hmm. um, just it was unexpected on my part. Um, then we go into cinematography, which... This one, I don't know. I wasn't surprised by. I don't think anybody should have been surprised by. If, for people who are following the movies, was Roma best cinematography? Um, like it was hands down the most beautifully filmed movie of any of the ones that I watched. Um, and yeah, it just like I said, I don't think it deserved. Like I said in the last episode, I don't think it deserved to win best picture. Which spoilers, it did not. It did win Best International Film, which should have been obvious because it was the only international film that was also nominated for Best yeah. Picture. So I think that goes without saying that it was obviously going to win. So has there ever been an international film that in was Best nominated? Picture? Yeah, yeah. Um, Life is okay. Beautiful. Life is uh, Beautiful okay. won Best Picture. Uh, that was a foreign film from Italy um, about World War II, which is like a f Academy favorite. Well, that doesn't happen often. Though, no, right? no, okay. it, it does not. Um so yeah, that one best cinematography, um, production design, um, which is just kind of like set decoration, creating this universe. Um, that was Black Panther, which is one of the obvious choices. Um, it was up with 
because I don't think I actually picked Black Panther to win that um, when I made my predictions. But um, it kind of makes sense for it to win because the amount of effort that goes into designing this like whole new world, um, which kind of goes along with um, costume design. But I mean, it was it was also up against the favorite, which like I know like that stuff still exists in England. Like they do a good job of like maintaining the historical value of certain like pieces of furniture, which I guess makes it a little easier to make movies like the favorite that take place back in that time period. Um, so I, I'm still on the fence whether or not the favorite of Black Panther should have won. It went to Black Panther, um, which is deserved. Which was the first Oscar award for the well Marvel Studios, right? Uh, after after costume design. Yeah. After well yeah yeah costume design yeah. It was a big night for Black Panther. But. Yeah yeah but yeah Black Panther went on to win. Um, best score, best original score. That's right, I couldn't think which of that was, one. Which was well-deserved. Mm -hmm. um, I also don't think it was my pick, though. Like, I, I went into this assuming that the Academy was going to make... The RCR decisions? Yeah, their usual decisions. So when I made my predictions, I was struggling to decide what they were going to pick because we've been told that this is the new Academy, that they are going to focus on more important things and and yeah. all this stuff. Um they threw in some oddballs too for many things. Yeah, which they really made no did. sense to me. It it was it was hard to pinpoint how this show went because there were times where they would give the award and I would just kind of think like, well, is this based on the merit of the film or of the actor and or of the artist, whoever it may have been that won, or is it based on the fact that the Academy is trying to like turn over a new leaf and appeal to a different demographic and, and mm -hmm. it just the whole show kind of felt fake. It felt like they were just kind of pandering to the audience, and it wasn't good. It felt like they were on one side, and then they just like took a right turn and went to the complete other side. Of, yeah, like hey, here's the Archie's films, and let's do some Black Panther, and like I don't know, it was just it was it was a bizarre show, and and the one of the most bizarre things about it, Bohemian Rhapsody. I did not see the movie. I've heard there are many problems with the movie. Uh, Rami Malek won Best Actor. I've heard that's deserved. It was deserving, yeah. Um, it won sound mixing and sound editing. It's a performance-based music or movie based on music. Give them sound editing. That made sense. Give them sound mixing. But it also won editing, which to me was there... very confusing because it's not a movie in my mind that had to stay on editing does that make sense i don't know i don't know but it, it there was a clip somebody sent me a clip to watch after it won editing and i watched the clip without having seen the movie just this clip and it was one of the worst edited things i've ever seen in my life what was the clip though? it was the clip of there were all like all outside at a <clears throat> at a like a diner or not a it wouldn't be a diner but like a cafe oh, when they're sitting down with their like future asian guy yeah 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 the clip it's it's cut where half the time you, it's not even focusing on the person who's talking. It randomly cuts to, a, yeah. to Freddie Mercury's like facial like reactions to things, but he's really not reacting to anything at the time where it cuts to it. And there's like thirty cuts in the span of like two minutes, and it's completely unnecessary. And it was distracting, to be honest. I, I feel like they based most of that editing probably on the very last 20 minutes was which was during the live aid performance yeah which was awesome it was great there's i mean some of the the cutting was awesome 
especially with the music and sound editing. In that scene, but, did they use actual clips of the audience from the actual show, or was it all staged? It appeared to be... I don't know the details. I did not, I did not watch any of the special okay. features. It looked like a lot of it was CGI, because it looked... It looked clean, but now that I think about it, they might have used older footage, and then they try to clean it up as well. Okay. So they, they might have... Yeah. I don't know much about the behind-the-scenes for that. Sure. But yeah, I thought... The editing part was kind of weird for that as well. Yeah. If I anything, just, Black Black Panther up for editing? Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, I know my pick was the favorite. Okay. Um, Which I have not seen that, so you would know better than I would. I mean, but my, my pick for any award that the favorite was nominated for, pretty much it was my pick, just because I thought it was Yeah, really it kind of got snubbed on. Um, yeah, it did. It things. only won, like, one award, I think. Best uh, Lead Actress. Yeah, it was, up, it was up against Black Klansman, which also was a better edited movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Green Book, which, editing Green Book was probably the easiest job in the world. Um, and Vice, which I didn't see, so I can't speak mm-hmm. on it. Um, but yeah, I I would have I would have picked either Black Klansman or The Favorite over Bohemian Rhapsody after what I was told about the movie and after seeing this clip. But I'm not on the uh, the Academy, so I don't I don't. Your really opinion get it. does not matter. Yeah, yet. it doesn't it doesn't matter at all. Um, uh, Roma goes on to win Best Foreign Language Film, which we already stated. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were disappointed that a movie called Shoplifters didn't win, which I have not seen. But I've heard it's really, really good. It's about uh, I th- I think it's it's a Chinese movie. I should look it up instead of just guess. Which award is this now? Sorry. Um, best foreign language picture. Oh, okay. I believe it was China's entry. I'm double checking right now. Man, there's a lot. Uh, oh, it doesn't actually say on the thing. That's weird. Um, but yeah, it it was about a family who, um, basically this father teaches his family to like steal, um, and it's like the only way they know how to make a living, um. And uh, it's very dramatic, but it's also like very heartwarming and and um, enter- like uh, it's very fast paced. And um, I'm I'm gonna see it eventually, like I say <laughs> all the time. But sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But a lot of people were surprised that Roma beat that. But like I said earlier, Roma was nominated for Best Picture. They're obviously gonna pick this. Um, that goes on to. <clears throat> You're going in the order as it was presented, right? Yeah, I'm trying okay. to as best I can. Yeah, gotcha. if I, if you if I glaze over anything, oh, I, um, you're, you got that. I'm just oh, checking on the live feed. I don't remember when the order of which these took place, but they had somebody come out. Um, it was usually somebody from a different field. There, a, a chef came out. Um, one of the Williams sisters came out. Um. Queen Latifah came out, who's also like a musician. There were some weird people that came out. Um, But yeah, they were trying to diversify, which is respectable, but obviously Um, like blatant. Um, They had, uh, what's his name from Rage Against the Machine come out? Oh yeah, Tom Morello. Yeah, which was weird. the first one, yeah. That was was like, that was, yeah. Yeah, Um, but my favorite one was when Barbara Streisand came out um, and gave this big shout out to Spike Lee and Black Klansmen. And she talked about, like, tweeting about the movie and, like, how much she loved it. And all this, she had, like, nothing but good things to say. And, like, her and Spike, like, connected on this level because they were both from Brooklyn. And, and Spike Lee got rowdy, how he usually does and things like this. <laughs> yeah, and, personality uh, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, he definitely does. And it, it was it was, it was was a good time. Um, and Spike Lee won Best uh, Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, which was well-deserved um, Which was that. very well-deserved. I thought that was a sign <clears> that... That the director, yeah, that the, the director Academy was going in. Yeah, 
I thought at least he was going to win Best Director, if not Best Picture. They didn't give it to him. Nope. They gave it to Poron, or however, I don't know how to say his name, um, for Roma, which, like I said, it was a beautiful movie. It was, it was like, it was his movie. It was for him. But... I feel like that's an easy way to direct a film that was like, this is how I lived it. This is how it's going to be presented. Yeah. Which I'm like, I feel like that's a bit of a shortcut. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the Academy. The Academy, yeah. they hate Spike Lee. Like, yeah, Spike Lee's very, like, outspoken about certain things they do, but, like, he very should edgy. be. And, like, a lot of more people should be, in my opinion. Um, Spike Lee gave a great speech. I highly recommend anybody yeah. uh, goes up on YouTube and looks it up or on another site and looks it up. It was a great speech. Um, it was presented by Samuel L. Jackson, who's obviously a longtime friend of Spike Lee. He's been in like, at least like five of his movies. I want to say four or five of his movies. I need to go back and see what Spike Lee did. Um, so yeah, like it, it was, that was my favorite moment of the show. I, I probably, mm-hmm. um, was Spike Lee winning. I'm surprised they let him... Has it hit? Has oh, he's even like the length of his speech too. Well, like, he started the the so when Spike Lee gets on the stage, the first couple of words of his speech are edited out by the censors. I don't even know. And apparently, he said, "Um, don't play that mfing music or oh. something like that, or or something along those lines." I don't remember the exact. Like, I'm gonna. Quote. I have a speech, and I'm yeah, gonna he's make like, it. He's like, "Do not, I do not cut me off. Do not play that music. I'm talking." He's never been on stage for the Oscars for anything, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, he's trying to. So he sees the moment. They didn't cut him off. They let him talk for as long as he wanted to. And it's not like he went on and on and on. No. It, was, it was maybe like five minutes of that. He, he had a message and he wanted yeah. to get it across. And it was political, but yeah. he didn't target it towards anybody. Although there's, I saw a lot of stuff the next day with tweets from people saying it was a big target on someone's back. I'm not going to be specific. Yeah. But yeah. But I, yeah, I don't, I didn't see anything wrong with it. it, it no, it's, it, it's Spike Lee. He was well deserved to do um, that. So each of the, all, all of the original songs were performed except for one. Uh, the Kendrick Lamar song was not performed. If it was, I didn't see it. Mm, no, I don't. I don't remember it. So. I don't remember it being performed. Um, the Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga performance was really good. Yep. They won the award, which should not have surprised anybody. Yeah, that was. It's one of the few songs over the past couple of years that of the Oscars that's actually been played on the radio and like people actually I've like it. On the radio yet. I, I have a couple of times. I was surprised. Um, I think any war, oh, any song that actually gets airplay, I I don't even think the Academy should question that. There yeah. could be the most amazing song written for a movie ever, but if a song is being played on the radio and people who haven't even seen the movie or don't even care about the Academy Awards are listening to this song, I think they have to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that goes into my first major problem. I've had problems up to this point, but this is my first major problem. And the award is Best Original Screenplay. <laughs> and that goes to Green Book. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, go ahead, what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've not seen Green Book, but I've heard many things about it. Like, it's not well-deserving of any of the awards it really won. Because it also won Best Lead Actor, right? Uh, supporting actor. Support, supporting actor. I think I skipped over that actually. Yeah. Marshala, Marshala. I don't know how to say his name. I apologize. Ali won best supporting actor. His performance was good. Um, he wasn't my pick. I, don't, I honestly don't remember who. Oh, I picked Sam Elliott because mm-hmm. there's a moment in A Star Is Born 
I, I don't, I'm not going to spoil the movie, but like there's a pretty heated conversation between Bradley Cooper and Sam Elliott who play brothers. Um, and it's very tense between them. And then they kind of have what you might call a resolution towards the end. Although it's not like, it's not a resolution in the way that their relationship has been solved and everything is copacetic between them. It's a resolution in the way that they each have now gotten what they wanted. And the look on Sam Elliott's eyes was like very <clears throat> emotional and very heart wrenching. And like, as soon as I saw that on his face, I was like, if this guy should win, like yeah, that, like uh, he's pulling out of, he's, he's hitting another level. Um, Is that outside the trailer? Uh, it's when they're in their truck. It's oh, when, he's in his when truck, he drops him off. He drops him yeah, off. that was, he yeah. kind of like, yeah. He said, he, Bradley Cooper says something to him. I'm not going to say what it is. It's very emotional. Um, Bradley Cooper, like that's the last thing Bradley Cooper says to him. He gets out of the truck and he leaves and Sam Elliott's just left alone in the truck and you see this look on his face and then he just drives away really fast. Um, and like in my, like I've seen a lot of stuff with Sam Elliott. I, I like Sam Elliott as an actor, but I've never seen him reach this like mm -hmm. level of acting. And I, I think as an older actor, which is somebody the, the Academy usually awards um, pretty frequently, I thought he deserved it. But, you know, Ali had a lot of things on his side um, and they gave it to him instead, which is fine. I don't have a huge problem with that, but I do have a huge problem with it winning best original screenplay when it was up against the favorite, which is what I picked Roma, which I didn't pick, but was well-written for the most part. And a, and a movie that I don't know if many people saw called first reformed, which was written uh, by the guy who wrote taxi driver. <laughs> and he kind of took his tax, the idea of taxi driver, which was, about like street level despacy and 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 crime and and it's a complicated movie that it, it basically is a, is a story of a man who just can't take it anymore and first reformed follows that same kind of character but instead of being a taxi driver he's now a priest and it's 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 more about the problems of the world than the problems of new york city and the the, the ghettos of it um it was really well written. It was, it was kind of, it, it was really touching, but it was kind of also fantastical in certain ways. And if you've seen the movie, you kind of know what I mean. Um, it was the only Academy Award nomination that it received. Ethan Hawke did win the Independent Spirit Award for it, which I think he deserved. I would have picked Joaquin Phoenix over him, but that's another story. Um, Your foot yeah. Um, but how Green Book beats this movie the favorite and then Roma and vice, which are good in their own rights. I just couldn't believe that. Like that was very <laughs> shocking to me. And it was the first moment during the show where a part of my, my chest sunk because the screenplays are usually a good indicator of what's going to win later on. So at this point we have black Klansman and green book, both winning screenplays. Mm -hmm. So that kind of weighs in their favor. In my mind, it should weigh more in Black Klansman's favor because Spike Lee, unlike Peter Fairley, who directed Green Book, was also nominated for Best Director. Peter Fairley, the director of Green Book, was not nom nominated for Best Director. So how, which we will now announce the final award. Um, yeah. yeah, I skipped over some things, but it's Yeah, okay. I mean, we can go um, back. How, this, how Green Book won Best Picture. Yeah. I could not believe it. I was shocked. I was stunned. Out of all the best pictures I watched, which was all of them but two, Green Book was probably my least favorite. And I'm not saying I'm like this expert cinephile and I know mm -hmm. all the inner workings of film and all this stuff, but like 
this is going to go on the list of movies five years from now. The only time you'll ever talk about Green Book is in the fact that I can't believe it won Academy mm -hmm. Award. Five years from now, people aren't going to still be watching this movie. People aren't going to be dissecting this movie for its value and its social commentary. It's just going to fall by the wayside like Shakespeare in Love and Crash and Driving Miss Daisy and, and whatever else. It's it's... It's not. It's not going to be a Shape of Water, where I can. I, I will rewatch Shape Shape of Water yeah, over and over and over again. Artistically stunning. I will watch that ten years from now, twenty years from now. Like I will. I will show that to my grandchildren. And be like, well, look at this amazing piece of art that this man made, and it came out of his mind. And I'm not going to be like, look at Green Book. Ah oh, man, wasn't it really <laughs> tough for black people way back then? And and it turns out that they could. Like, black, white people and black people could be friends. It's crazy. Like, no, nobody cares. Like, and, and I think the worst part of it is that this was supposed to be based on a true story. And all this stuff has come out about how it's not super factual, mm -hmm. how it's that portrayals aren't super accurate. Um, I'm not so in to play the devil's advocate, though. I watched Green Book, and I, I, it's not bad. I wasn't watching it going, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Like, I didn't think halfway through it I was going to turn it off. It wasn't a bad movie. I just think giving it the Best Picture Academy Award is just the wrong choice. I think that's the bottom line. It's, it was just wrong, and the Academy messed up, and they got it wrong for however many times they've gotten it wrong. Um, but I mean, with all the, the strides, the I think this is the bottom line with all the strides that the Academy has been attempting to make, especially with this award show and with Moonlight two years ago, they've been trying to head in a better direction than what they have been. I think all of that gets thrown to the wayside with giving this award to Green Book. Um, I just don't think it was right. Um to end on a lighter note, Olivia Coleman won Best Actress, very well deserved for the favorite. She gave an amazing performance where she was not an attractive woman. She was not super likable. She <laughs> was she the queen in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She she was ill. She was rude. She was not super intelligent. Um and she portrayed all those things in a way where you still like, were like, man, I, I kind of feel sorry for this lady. Um, which, I mean, it's kind of a cliche to say about acting, but whatever. But I think she gave a really good performance. Very well deserved. She beat out Glenn Close for a movie that I don't know if anybody saw The Wife. Um, I don't even know what that's about. Yeah, I couldn't tell you either. I know Glenn, The Good Wife, not The Wife. Yeah, right. Uh, Glenn Close did win the Independent Spirit Award again. Um so, so, I mean, she must have been doing something right. But Glenn Close is a great actress. So, um, I think that's all I got to say about the Academy Awards. Uh, overall, not a great show. They messed up a couple of times. Some people deserved what they got. Mm -hmm. Some people didn't get what they deserved. Um, Independent Spirit Awards for the... I think this is the sixth or seventh year I've watched that with more interest than the Academy Awards. But much better, much better. Even though Joaquin Phoenix didn't win and his movie didn't win, um, I'd still recommend looking at those nominations if you're looking for some good films from last year. Um, 
Final words, Andrew? Um, well, we forgot to touch on one movie that I was very excited to win an oh, award. Oh, yeah. My bad. I can, yeah. S- Spider-Man, Enter the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I was very... I, I, I knew it was going to win. Oh, yeah. But I was very excited to see a Spider-Man movie actually win, like, a Best Picture Award. Not like Spider-Man 2 that won Best Visual Effects back then. That yeah. was, like, 15 years ago. I mean, not 15 years ago, but it was exciting to see a movie that was... Even, like, a superhero movie that won a best Absolutely. picture. I mean, if anything, the next movie that was going to win it would be Incredibles 2, which, that's a Superman, I mean, superhero movie, but it's not, like, a... like, an A character in society and pop culture that's huge. It would have been very easy for the Academy Awards to pick either the Pixar or the Disney movie that was released. Yeah. Even Wreck-It Ralph 2 is great. I think what worked in Spider-Man's favor, not to say that it wasn't a great movie, I think what worked in Spider-Man's favor is the fact that both Incredibles and... Ralph Breaks the Internet were sequels, mm-hmm. um, which the Academy is rare to reward. Um, but yeah, I think Spider-Man, I, can, I, can, I can't believe I forgot to mention it, yeah. especially with the podcast that we're doing. Um, yeah, that was awesome. I think that was probably my favorite part. Although I was... It, I could tell that they were giving more people a little bit more time to have their speeches. They started cutting his speech off for that really quick, and I got really mad about that. Like they definitely because that was a big deal for nerds, and they, they just they cut picked off. and choo- it, it seemed like they picked and chose who got more time than others yeah. because there was one point where I don't remember who the winner was, but there were two people on stage that won the award. Uh, the first person to to speak and thank people was a woman. She didn't even talk for that long. But as soon as she took one step away from that mic, the oh, music yeah. flared up. The guy kind of leaned in to speak, realized the music was playing, and then just like left. And I remember one year, the host was either John, I'm pretty sure it was John Stewart actually, where, and I remember this very, like the award was Best Original Song, it was for the movie Once, it was Glenn Freyard and Magrita Hell, I don't, I don't remember her name. It's, it's, it's hard to pronounce. Um, they won best of her off. John Stewart brought her back on stage to finish her thank you and acceptance speech. And I don't think he was allowed to do that, or I shouldn't say allowed. I don't think he was supposed to do that, but he did it, and I think that was great. I think more hosts should like be conscious of what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. But this year didn't have a host, so which I thought without a host, maybe there's more time for speeches to be a little bit longer than yeah. they usually are. Yeah. No. But, I think uh, the fact that this show did not have a host, I don't think really hindered it. Um, I don't think it hurt the Oscar show no. at all. The three women at the beginning did a great job of setting it up, which was all we mm. really needed. I do remember halfway through the show thinking this is where the host would be doing another little skit or sketch or like show a film thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did kind of miss like that break in the middle of like entertainment, basically. Um, but it didn't really matter all that much to me. Um the show still ran over by not much. I don't no. remember exactly what it was, but it, it ran over a little bit longer. But I mean, that's to be a little expected. bit past eleven o'clock. Like yeah, eleven fifteen. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really liked the part. Just like little nuggets in there that are pretty cool, little fun things. I really liked Mike Myers and oh, yeah. Dana Carvey coming up back in their roles as Wayne's World. Uh-huh. And that was introducing, funny. yeah, because. I think the most memorable moment anybody has with Bohemian Rhapsody is watching the first five minutes of Wayne's World in the car scene with their buddy in the back trying not to puke, and they're just going ham on the song too. Yeah. Like I, that's the first time I actually remember 
listening to that song. I think that made a huge impact, even for Queen too. Like that was it a did. great song back then. Yeah. Like for like early nineties, I think that's when Wayne's World came yeah. out. Yeah. I think that kind of helped the momentum keep on going with Queen with for like another generation during the nineties. Although they probably that. didn't need it, but still, like I could go back and watch that scene over and over, and it's still fun. Just the first, like the first time when I watched it. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Which I, when that when those two guys jumped up on there, it's like you know what, a Wayne's World three. No, <laughs> I'm, I mean, okay, it sucks bringing back old comedies and dramas from the seventies and eighties or early nineties and making sequels out of them, but I that's one I would definitely love to see what they would do with like modern music with how it's all like popping and crap yeah. and see how they adapt to that. Like, Rain and Garth screw it, we're still listening to ACDC. We're yeah. still listening to Led Zeppelin. Like, cause yeah. that's kind of like me. I still listen to that stuff. Day I, by day. I think it's weird that, like, I almost called him Wayne. Uh, Mike Myers <laughs> has made, like, he, I think he still wants to do a fourth Austin Powers movie. I know. Which is, okay, whatever. Like, the third one wasn't the greatest, but, no. like, whatever. But, like, it's weird that he doesn't, isn't dedicating time to, like, other stuff that he's done, he's, like Wayne's World. He's still making Shrek money. Yeah. You don't, you, he's, what, five, <coughs> four or five of those? I think I there's mean. four. Um, I don't know if a lot of that has to do with like Dana Carvey and his relationship. I know Mike Myers is kind of like a hard person to like stay friends with from what I've heard. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Wayne's World 3 if he like wrote like a decent script for it. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, seeing them as adults would be funny, I think. I think that's all. That's all I got. That's all I got too. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other upsets, but no, it was a good night for Black Panther for Marvel Studios. It was a good night for a biopic of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, yeah. And Roma. I don't yeah. think there are any... I think the only groundbreaking awards would have been Spider-Man and Black Panther. Yeah. I think they had... Well, no. I don't know. I even know if they... I was going to say there might be a couple more awards where they had the the opportunity to make like groundbreaking decisions, but I don't even know. I think... This year, the the only way they could have been groundbreaking was if they had nominated different things. I think they that this thing was kind of screwed from the start with some of the nominations they picked. Mm -hmm. um, but we kind of discussed that already in the last episode, so I'm not going to go into that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just think they kind of were screwed from the start. All right, well, are we good? Yeah. All right. Thanks for I'm good. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, follow us on Facebook, YouTube. Um, all that good stuff. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I have every episode uploaded on SoundCloud. I said, screw it. I'm going to pay the monthly subscription to keep our beautiful voices out there on the sound waves. So all four, 15, it's going to be Does, 16 soon, yeah. I think. All 16 are going to be on there. 15 are on there for sure. Um, Thanks for support. Share us, like us, spread the word. Comment. If comment, there's a thumbs comment. up on anything anywhere that we're on, just give it a thumbs up. Uh, um, follow me on Instagram. You can look up Andrew Dort or Dortmunder Gold. You I've can been... follow me on Instagram, but I'm not on there. I'm, <laughs> on there. I'm Doraco. 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 D A R O C C O. I think the last O might be a zero. I don't know. My oh. students made it for me a few years ago. I don't actually know what it is. Uh, hashtag Bruised with Comic Dudes. I've been doing that. Cool. Cool. So, that's 14.5, Oscars edition, fancy tell, edition. Tell us your thoughts on the Oscars. Let us know what you think about us and our opinions yeah. on the Oscars. Tell me I'm an idiot. I don't mind. 
Yeah. Um, Next time when the uh, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards are on, we might do a special kids episode. <laughs> I haven't watched those in years. Uh, we could get the uh, the get Logan the, and the Liam. Logan and Liam. That would be funny, actually. That, that I would definitely do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I kind of want to do a Razzies episode too. Oh, that was not bad. But yeah. I think uh, Holmes and Watson took the cake on that one. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I'm excited to see that just to see how bad it is. But. Yep, follow us, like us, comment, share, subscribe. We got another episode coming up soon, like real soon. Yep. So uh, Our fourth Beatle, Steve, will be here. <laughs> I meant to print out a picture of his face and just, just like slap it on there. That'd be fun. Or just like cover whoever's not here for each one, right. just moving around. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Take thanks. it easy. Thanks for hanging out. Just some dudes, drinking booze and talking comics.